Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Oh my god, Josh, cyberpunk stuff. Dude, it's so big, such breaking news that we don't even have our studio available. Where are we right now? <laughs> We're trying to walk out of the office. It's 5 p.m. in the UK right now, but upstairs there's a bunch of stuff going on in the gaming studio, so we commandeered the wrestling office, the boys are out, to talk about the new cyberpunk game that's just been announced, and a bunch of Witcher stuff too. They don't even know where in here. They won't Scott find Delford. out until tomorrow. It has been such a huge announcement. Why does this always happen at 5 p.m.? I, I, I guess it's 9 a.m. for other territories or something? Do you want me to tell you exactly what's happening? Because I'm Please not do. on my phone being ignorant. I have the tweets <laughs> from CD Projekt Red because they have just announced a bunch of Witcher games and a cyberpunk sequel. In a Twitter thread, they have announced um, the codenames for all of this game. So, mm-hmm. first and foremost, Orion is a codename for our next cyberpunk game. They is it Orion? Uh, I think it's Orion, isn't it? Orion. I'd say it's Orion. Let's go Orion. Like the Metallica song. It's very late. Please excuse me. Yes, Orion (laughs) is a codename for our next cyberpunk game, which will take the cyberpunk franchise further and continue harnessing the potential of this dark future universe. Okay. Then we have another game called Hadar. Are you going to correct me on that? Uh, I like to say Hadar. Hadar is a codename for a third entirely distinct IP created from scratch within CDPR. Okay, This project is in the earliest stages of the creation process, which means we are not developing any game yet, but working exclusively on the foundation for this new setting. And why are they not making this new IP yet, Scott Telford? Because they have, like, an entire (laughs) new Witcher saga in process. Mm -hmm. Polaris is a codename for the next installment in the Witcher series of games, which we recently announced was in Mm pre-production. It is the beginning of a new saga. We aim to release two more Witcher games after Polaris, creating a new AAA RPG trilogy. Then, my friend, Canis Majoris, which I've definitely got wrong, (laughs) is a full-fledged Witcher game separate to the new Witcher saga, starting with Polaris. It will be developed by an external studio headed by experienced developers who have worked on past Witcher games. And finally... We have Sirius, which is a codename for the Witcher game developed by Molasses Flood. Yes. Set in the Witcher universe and created with the support from CDPR. It will differ from our past productions, offering multiplayer gameplay on top of a single player experience, including a campaign with quests and stories. So, so that's we, a lot I've thrown at you there. I think that's six games in total? I cannot remember. Seven I was, games in total? I was writing them all out. That's, it feels like, so, you know, we had the whole, like, the MCU is like, here's every single thing we're doing, and then Ubisoft's like, here's every single yes. thing we're doing, and then it feels 
feels like CDPR went, well, we've got a bunch of stuff too, so here's every single thing we're doing. Um, I wasn't expecting them to lead with Cyberpunk. I feel like they're trying to capitalize on the current conversation, doing the rounds after Cyberpunk Edgerunners over on Netflix, where a lot of people are a lot more positive on Cyberpunk. And I feel like they've probably been sitting on this announcement for a while, yeah. waiting for a bit of an uptick in regards to the Cyberpunk IP, and then they can go, hey, by the way, here's all the plans we had Precisely. Uh, years ago. Yeah, Cyberpunk now, if you don't know, actually works on new consoles. <laughs> and the they <laughs> recently announced the DLC, and like you said, you got Cyberpunk Edgerunners, which was really well received. Mm -hmm. They've just announced that Cyberpunk has hit 20 million um, players, I think they said. Sure. Uh, so the point is, it's been rehabilitated mm -hmm. in the minds of many players, so now it feels like there's enough goodwill behind that franchise once again that they have announced the sequel. But yeah, it is interesting leading with that over The Witcher, which, you know, is kind of universally loved. Two things with the Cyberpunk thing. Uh, one, we always knew that there was going to be a Cyberpunk multiplayer game. I know that those yes. plans were shelved, and when uh, CDPR were being asked, what are you guys doing about the multiplayer Cyberpunk game, that was amongst the game being on fire, the main game. And they were like, oh God, stop asking us. We'll tell you in the future when we get this thing stitched back together. But I wonder if this is the multiplayer Cyberpunk game. And the only other thing I'm going off is the name Orion, which is uh, one of the names of a star constellation. And one of the things in Cyberpunk is that whole prison planet, the hollowed out moon that's a prison, that is maybe where something's going to be set. That's where one of the character endings takes you anyway. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense to go there. It's also a big deal in the anime. So why not? That could be right. I why think not? it's called Orion, though. <laughs> Orion. That, that theory holds no water. No, that is very interesting. Because to be honest, I don't know anything about the Cyberpunk anime. So I have so no idea what this is being linked to. But mm. yeah, you know, you mentioned the multiplayer experience there. I think people would be more up for a multiplayer Cyberpunk at this point in time now that we've got Ooh. the base experience out of the way. In mm. my opinion, anyway. Mm -hmm. What's interesting is that you know, obviously a bunch of these projects are not being made directly by CDPR. They nope. are, of course, spearheading the next Cyberpunk uh, game mm -hmm. and the next, uh, you know, Witcher trilogy of games. But we're also going to get experiences in this series or in these series mm. from other developers. Does that excite you? Because They've I'm not sure. <laughs> They've got a weird track record so far with um, licensing stuff to other devs, like the um, the Pokemon Go style Witcher game, I think it's called Witcher Monster Slayer. Um, they kind of had advisory roles on that, and that yes. was fine, but not great. It was very level locked and whatever. It didn't feel like they protected the IP as much as they could. I had a very bad time with uh, Witcher Monster Slayer, and that's someone who's played thousands of hours of Pokemon Go. Right. Um, so that is one of the only comparisons I can make in terms of giving someone the Witcher IP and hoping for the best. Um, it's interesting, uh, the, de the, the dev team that's leading one of these offshoots games and um, you mentioned they're called the molasses flood they made flame in the flood uh, or flame and the flood one of the two and um, which is very much a sort of survival game uh, single player game the fact that they're doing something multiplayer is very eyebrow raising because right. i'm just like that's an interesting you know that game is very top-down perspective and i wonder where you go with that and then also you've got the triple a trilogy yes are we getting a series yes, trilogy yes we are maybe my friend many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wagovi and zeb pound for those who qualify plus they accept most insurance plans to get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Well, I mean, I, wonder. I don't want to, well, again, I worry, and I don't worry, I'm excited for all of these <laughs> games, but obviously, you know, they hate CDPR, I'm talking about here, mm. hit a huge roadblock with the launch of Cyberpunk 2077, mm -hmm. and part of the reason they hit such a roadblock is that they were too ambitious, they were too hopeful in terms of their rollout of that game. You know, they announced a deadline way too far in advance. Mm. You know, there were reports coming out that people who were making the game knew it wasn't going to be ready for 2020 and expected a 2022 release date. Mm. So I just hope that whilst we know essentially the next decade, if not more, of what CDPR is doing, like they're not rushing these projects out. They're not like There's no way. into them. There's no way in business commerce history that they replicate what happened with Cyberpunk. That thing, the first game, the 2077-2020 game, was an absolute fire of magnitude, several order of magnitudes bigger than many other games that we've seen, even when you talk about video game fires. Like, that thing was on the BBC. It was. Like, it was everywhere. Like, I mean, they can't do that again. And for as much as their reputation took a massive hit, I saw their stock price went down 75% or something um, across this year, so they're very much still recovering from that. And um, they need to, you know, anytime that the terms CD PR and Cyberpunk get associated, the following thing has to be positive. Like yeah. Their entire company hinges on this. Which is why I'm so surprised that they're leading with this in the tweet thread. Um, you know, just saying, hey, by the way, guys, Cyberpunk. Like, they're obviously confident enough in it now. And um, what do you want from a AAA new Witcher trilogy? I was just about to ask you that question. Hey! Because you mentioned, of course, Siri potentially getting her own trilogy. Mm. And I think that would be really cool. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I don't know. You know, like, The Witcher as a trilogy is such a strange beast. Because people love Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Mm -hmm. And I love Witcher 2 Assassins of Kings, I think yes, that Assassins game is called. But it has a weird trajectory, right? Mm -hmm. It's always going from, you know, kind of strength to strength, and it's finding itself as it progresses and as CDPR progressed 
as a company. Yep. Whereas now they kind of have a foundation of what people love, and what people love mm. was how The Witcher 3 Wildhood played. So I wonder if we're going to get something radically different, or something that kind of plays it safe, giving us the same kind of Witcher formula, but with radical new characters and a radical new story. I wonder if it'll be, I remember a rumor a good few years ago, I'm sure me and Ash did a video on it back in the day, the idea of it being like a more of an online multiplayer platform Witcher, where you would make, you would join one of the schools and you make your own character, and maybe that was a way Ooh. to go. Um, which I would take that in School of the Wolf, left, right, and center. Maybe School of the Bear. Depends what I'm feeling. Cat. Um, maybe School of the Cat. Um, but yeah, I wonder if that would be the way that they would go and almost chase Skyrim or Elder Scrolls energy. Because mm. then you can have an almost completely you know, blank canvas for your Witcher life and you can live that way and whatever. Um, I don't know. I like the character writing in the Witcher series. Yes. I love Geralt. I love Yennefer. I do want them to respect the fact, like they've said, Geralt's story is done. I hope yep. that stays the, the, the way, the, the, the case. Well, tell me. You might yes. know this more than I do because I'm not familiar at all, really, with the Witcher books, mm. the, obviously what the games are based on. Mm. And I don't know if there's much material left that hasn't been adapted yet that they could draw from. Right. I literally have no idea whether this is going to be a kind of a CDPR original when it comes to <laughs> whatever, however they're going to transform the world or if there is something like, uh, you know, the equivalent of The Hobbit in this case to pull from and kind of adapt. I don't know. They're all, there's wider stories, but as far as I know, they're all Geralt based. Like right. uh, my wife reads all the Witcher books, so I sort of get occasional bits and pieces based on what she's reading. But as, yeah, as far as I know, it's other Geralt stuff. Okay. Um, again, as far as I know, they've not done any main stories with other characters as big as Geralt that you could lean on, um, and especially in terms of a whole new trilogy, which makes me think that they're inventing a new character or doing something that's more customizable where you're making your own person, making your own Witcher and your own fighting style and whatever. That would let them address some of the criticisms of The Witcher 3. Yes. Um, if you have them with um, you know, the skill progression, the combat systems and whatever, and flesh out the way you can fight and do spells. What if they allowed you to create your own Witcher character, mm -hmm. but then made it first person, and <laughs> so it never cut to third person, and you couldn't actually see what they looked like? I would hate that, the same way I hated when they revealed that Cyberpunk was yeah, first person. It, it, Still not over kind of bad. Let, Before uh. we kind of wrap this up, because I assume we're wrapping this up soon, I have no True. idea how long we've been talking for. <laughs> Maybe hours. Um, do you think it's a mistake, potentially, to announce their next IP when we have at least four AAA games made by them to come before that time. Well, uh, you know, your friend and mine, my own brain, very much likes new stuff. So yes. as soon as they said that, that was the most interesting part of that entire reveal to me. So I, I like that they sort of placate people like me who go like, it's cool you're doing your franchise stuff, you know, God bless you and everything, but what's your next new thing? And I like that that was at the end of the thread to just go, Do we're not getting carried away, we've got new ideas as well. Um, and so yeah, I quite like that. I like that them sort of having that in as a sweetener. They're sort of getting there and doing what the likes of the MCU or Star Wars or even Bethesda aren't doing. Yeah. Even Bethesda, are like, we've got the next Elder Scrolls and Fallout. Where's your next thing, Bethesda? It's probably Starfield. Starfield isn't it? Isn't it? Probably next year. But then it's not gonna be another one for another 20 years. <laughs> so whatever. So I quite like that CDPR we're just sort of getting out there going, something new will be here. Yeah. But that's the whole thing. If you talk about the release calendar, that'll be on 15 years worth of games. It's going to be a long time, Scott Tilford, but it's going to be exciting, I think. And I will end on the note that it feels like we're in unprecedented times mm. because it does feel like we're in the MCU part of the gaming industry now, where we now are getting company roadmaps for <laughs> 15 years uh, you know, in every single project they're going to make within that time. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how I feel about that yet, but it's going to be interesting going forward into this generation, having so much prior knowledge. Well, that's the thing. That's something to leave off and hand over down to you guys down in the comments. Do you like knowing this many games in advance? Do you feel comfort knowing that a company has a roadmap for the next decade and a half worth of titles? Or does it make you worry about what they might want to plug in in between or whether they can nail all the steps of that roadmap as it rolls out? For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Goodbye. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.